Josh, we uh, you know we gotta solemnly take a little credit here. We gotta take a solemn victory lap. Um, the last time we talked, we correctly discussed how we were in the midst of what is known to anybody who's lived in the Midwest long enough as full spring. Yes. It was very warm. We were like, man, maybe we're out of the winter. Um, it has since gone from about 40 to about 70 overnight down to about 19 with snow back up into the seventies. Josh, what it, what the hell, man? What, this is, is this the worst time of the year for weather, Loki? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll, on the Illinois front, it's not doing much better. We had snow on Friday, and now it's yeah. it's like fifty right now. It's going to be seventy tomorrow, and it's just, yeah, I can't I can't keep up with these constant pressure changes, these constant fifty degree temperature swings, and everything. It gets the wind, the wind, oh the wind God. was crazy the other day. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't know how much I don't know how many more Midwest winter spring transitions I got left in me. Well, here. So if we're referencing the old uh, biblical scripts, uh, um, the farmer's almanac that say, well, I mean that's that's more like the Dead Sea Scrolls, you know, like that's like oh, not really, you, uh, that's really uh, library that's really of Alexandria. So that's not really the that's not the common man's Bible. The common man's Bible breaks down the actual seasons in the Midwest where currently we are I don't even know where we are because we were in full spring and then I think that that fall that that snow was second winter. No, no, no. Second second Jordan, I hate to say it but second winter is coming and we must prepare John Snow. Are you sure? I think I think we're in the spring of deception right now according to this list. I think we're still. So I'll, I'll read the whole list. I'll read the whole list. It goes from winter, which we've been in, to full spring, to second winter, which I think was that snowfall that got us. No, 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 no. Spring of deception, third winter, mud season, actual spring, summer, false fall, second summer, actual fall. I I don't know. I I, I think we got one more blizzard left in us, and that scares me. Yeah, the third winter and then mud season. Look, mud season. There's something special about mud season. No, <laughs> I don't know. There's something in the air. It, mud. <laughs> I think I'm the first person to ever say the words. There's something special about mud season. That 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 has to be a brand new sentence. Yeah, that's one of my favorite subreddits. I yeah, I, w- I wish that's something I could track. That I was the first time to like say something like that you know uh i think about all the time when i'm like in in my car and my spotify playlist just does like a complete whiplash of genres or subject matter whatever i'm like that has to be the first time those two songs were played back to back in history i had to be the first guy to mix taylor swift and sheck wes i don't know (laughs) uh yeah he may have done that around one of my favorite subreddits is brand new sentence uh like this, it's, it's when it, they'll quote tweet a or they'll they'll screenshot a tweet or a comment or whatever. That's something that's from the top one here. For those putting antlers on cars, just know I'm not stupid. I know they are cars. <laughs> or uh, 
every time every time you dip into a brand new sentence so you you also tread very lightly on becoming accidental bronson true uh, if you're bored you can simply close your eyes and rotate a cow in your mind it's free and the cops can't stop you uh that, that could be bron that could be a not an actual bronson rap line but like a, one of his uh when he has he had a tv show for a while where he would just get high you remember that I think he was just, I think he got added. I think he had a show where he just watched Ancient Aliens. I love that for him. And I like, I like, I'm like, I think it was, yes, really, it's kind of just the beginning of this whole react to uh, culture commentary. Do you think Action Bronson created the React YouTube or not the, not the, no, I don't think he created it. I think he was one of the people early on the wave because the whole show was just him and like, it would be him and his buddies or it'd be him and, uh, chance to rap or get high and watch ancient aliens and, and they just laugh and are like dude did you hear that dude do you know I love my wife <laughs> hello everyone and welcome in to the 106th episode of the Long Relief Podcast 106 Josh this one was tough for me. I've only got two here. I think you've got a good one. So let me get my two first. I wrote 106 in Park, the TV show. Okay. I, I never I never watched it, but from really? what I understand. You, nah, feel like I mean, the target, you feel like the target demo. I think it was a little before our time, though. I mean, it might have stuck around, but it wasn't as good. I don't know. But I never really watched any sort of MTV for anything besides, like, trashy TV or, like, movie. Nowadays, MTV, it's... When I've been at home, it's not full. They've, they've, they've. Uh, it's just ridiculousness. Pulled, the network. Well, they've pulled themselves out of actually the ridiculousness uh, K hole they fell into, where it was just Rob Deerdeck twenty four hours a day, and now they just show movies, which is fine to me. If you have a TV channel on cable and you just show movies throughout the day, that's fine. Not uh, like you remembers when music was on MTV though. Yeah, back when music was still on MTV, you know, like Bruce Springsteen, Madonna. Madonna. Way before Nirvana. Way before Nirvana. Like before. Nirvana, we didn't. <laughs> Nirvana, I hardly know of. You two, Blondie. Well, shit. No, we went. The music's still on MTV. We went reverse. Damn it. Anyway. <laughs> um, and then the other one, the only other thing I could think of, I Googled uh, celebrity. That's the uh, 106 is the weight of Anna Kendrick. I Googled celebrities who weigh 106 pounds. Did you kilograms? No. Oh, for our, yeah, I got to do it for our Cross the Pond fans. Uh, I don't know if that's really high, really low. I want to. I would be I want to get ahead of that right now. I think now. it would I be don't... like a child. I think it would be like child. Oh, okay. I don't know what the conversion is. Uh, I, I was I was able to think of one Jordan. Just uh, got <clears throat> that would be. Oh no, 106 kilograms is 233 pounds. Okay, so. yeah, yeah. You 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 look into that. Okay. Uh, Jordan, I was able to find one. I've got. Power 106, LH, your girl Yezzy Ortiz got some brand new music. Need y'all to turn it up and let me know what you think. It's called it's Lloyd, called Oakland on Power 106. From Childish I, I Gambino's a, Because the Internet Telegraph Avenue. I, I just got a alert on my Zoom that said playing music, set up professional audio and audio settings. I'm so good. I guess so. They thought uh, I was. They thought I was Jesse Ortiz. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. 
Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, Josh. Um, we got a lot to catch up on, a lot that's happened sports-wise and non-sports-wise. Uh, but I think the best place to start, um, I'm not well, sure. I, mean, I think I think you have to apologize first. For what? Your contract holdout delaying, causing yeah, it almost a two-week yeah, delay. Look. Look, I had offers. I had offers. ESPN, Fox. I, I'm I'm just sick of of Boris, <laughs> your agent, delaying all these things, and then you yeah, end up taking a pay cut anyway. He was he was what we were holding out. We wanted three years, hundred million. We settled on three years, zero dollars. <laughs> you you you, you I, as always, you are the Dennis Schroeder of this podcast. Jordan. No, I, you know what? I'm going to spin zone it. I'm the Zion Williamson because I chose to come back for free for the Brotherhood. Like I said, Josh, a lot to talk about today, and that's actually a nice natural segue because I'm not sure if you've been keeping up with the news, if you've been paying attention much to global politics and whatnot, uh, if you've been seeing the papers, but this is March. We sleep in May. The NCAA tournament is two and a half weeks away. Careful. If, if you if you If you say... This is M A R C H, or we sleep in M A Y three times in a row. John Rothstein appears at your door. Oh no! He, 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 we're we're in Beetlejuice laws. Oh, it's probably gonna ask me if I'm if I'm playing audio again. Uh, <laughs> yes the 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 NCAA tournament is two and a half. I guess ish weeks away, something like that. Um, two weeks away, either way. Yeah, so stock up on nitroglycerin pills now. Yes, well, there's been a shortage for months. Um, people have been hoarding them. <laughs> uh, we got We can we can just sort of broadly go through the college basketball landscape here. Um, do you want to start with KU or do you want to start elsewhere? Because let's just get it out of the way. Let's just get it out of the way, and hopefully, you know, if you're listening to this and you're not a KU fan, you can you can point and laugh at us because, um, I mean, we're in a drought. It's been a whole year. This is what well, I saw a stat that this is the first time Bill Self has lost seven games in conference play. Yeah, I mean, it's just he's been in the Big Twelve since the 2003. The, the team has a like. There's no shooters, so they have a spacing issue spacing issues and like you can't win on the road if you can't shoot the ball <laughs> i guess that's what happens when you're down two scholarships already due to sanctions and one of your freshmen transfers away and then transfers away from where he transferred away from and then transfers away from where he transfers away from and then when another one quits on the first day of practice and then when um one gets arrested who got arrested Arterio? Oh yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one gets arrested for being a horrible person. Um, yeah, not not great. You you never yeah, want to get. That's what if that's what it takes for Bill Self to finish what third? In yeah, twelve. <laughs> we're yeah, we're still ranked top ten. Um, yeah. Oh, not anymore. Not after this week. Um, uh, it's 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 crazy because I mean you, you never want to be in the position where you're thinking which walk on would be the best one to put in the game. Yeah, you never want to be in the position where you're like, "Well, Jankovic has the experience." You put Jankovic in; he's not going to fuck up. Um, <laughs> I mean, we can. You want? Let's just go. Let's just let's do a full breakdown of the team here. Let's just start from the top. Dickinson, good. I love Hunter Dickinson. He's a great player. Yeah, he's he's fine, but like you know, he's getting double, triple teamed. Yeah, he's they know he's the well. They know he's the only one that can do anything down low. I mean, KJ is a short roll guy or lob guy. He doesn't. You know. Hunter Dickinson soft, and I'm not sure Hunter Dickinson. 
does I don't know if he has that like alpha dog like I'm gonna get a bucket no matter what gene. He's a very great player. Don't get me wrong. He is he is a Jordan. Can I can I say can I say something to you in confidence and you won't like spread it over like uh the Spotify airwaves? Sure. Is Hunter Dickinson just Pete Alonzo? I'm gonna need some elaboration. Does all you know? He, he talks the shit. He does the goofy stuff, like you know, lifting weights during the home run during the times where it doesn't matter. You know, like dancing on Twitter or uh, dunking on people on Twitter and dunking on, you know, the early non-con games and whatnot. But when it time to matter. You're showing up only sometimes, and it's concerning, and you're not being consistent, and you're you can't be the geeked out white boy if you're not showing up when it matters. Yeah, I, yeah, it's 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 very frustrating. I see it, and um, they're also both kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, we can have, we can have Peterson weigh in on whether or not that's a fair comp. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's he's soft. I think I don't think he. I, I don't I don't like saying that a guy who's like seven foot two and is still like bodying like please he's actively playing basketball, which is a physical sport. It's weird to say he's soft, but yeah, I also just wish he would dunk the ball more. <laughs> he doesn't have the Thomas Robinson. He doesn't have the the doke. No, yes, exactly. Just, hey, you don't need the, you don't need to lay it off the glass. You are seven feet tall. Just yeah. dunk it. What are they gonna do? Yeah. Please Kev, <laughs> Kev needs to get healthy, although he looked good yesterday. He did look good yesterday. Um, Kev is good. Would, hear me, but hit your joint. As you were saying, he's soft and all that. Would, would you want Hunter Dickinson back next year? Yes. Thank you. That's why I'm saying yes. There's so many. Oh, we'll, hold on. We'll run through the rest of these guys real quick before we get to the larger point of, the, the, of how stupid all the other fans on Twitter are. Dwan Harris is still He's the perfect. man. I love him. Dwan Harris had a great game yesterday. Yeah. Well, uh, I, heard... I, I do have one problem with his game yesterday. What? He scored 10 when we, we knew we weren't going to win. True. Why waste the stat line, Dwan? True. True. I heard uh, Fran on the broadcast at one point said, if you saw him at a mall or something, you wouldn't know that he's one of the best point guards in America. To which I said, what? <laughs> As like, most, hey, that that is the type of analysis Fran Fraschilla gives you. The type that makes you go, huh? <laughs> uh, KJ Adams apparently is bad. Everyone on Twitter would have you believe that he oh sucks. God, so that, no, even though KJ... two months ago, even though two months ago, people on Twitter would have had you believe he's like a second team all Bill twelfth all Bill all Bill self player. No, KJ KJ is, is immaculate. He is inevitable. It's he can't shoot, which is. Not That's, great. But, that is the that is the disappointing part about KJ Adams. But everything else he does, he does right and he does well and he does in an ideal in an ideal world, he doesn't have to shoot because we have yes. actual shooters that aren't big men. Yes. Dickinson can shoot, which is why KJ not being able to shoot stands out more. But KJ's still good. Furphy disappeared, which I still like Furphy. Do you think he's gonna go to the NBA? I wouldn't blame him if if the team says they're going to take him, he should go in the first. In the in the the high first round, he should go. If 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 he's not getting any talk above above fringe lottery, he should not go because then he'll be a lottery pick next year. You'd have to. I think he has to have a good March. Yeah. And then El Marco Jackson, Jamar McDowell, Parker Braun do their job off the bench. El Marco was pouring it in. 
Now, Marco just – I don't know. I don't know what, why the refs hate him, but, like, he can't stay out of foul trouble in that way. That just it's just killed him getting into, like, a rhythm flow. But, I mean, Jamar, Jamari's in the minutes he, he's in, he's impactful. Um, I see a lot of – I Marcus think Jamari's going to be a very game. good player. I see a lot of Marcus Garrett in his game. Um, How many of these guys do you think are going to come back next year? Because Jankovic, Bill Self said, is our only true senior. Yep. He said, Juan said he wants to come back. Juan wants to come back. You could probably, like you Dickinson. could probably convince Hunter to come back with money because I yeah, Hunter's not going to the NBA. I don't see that in now. He made more money at Kansas than he could playing professionally, which we'll get into that conversation. Um, okay. I, I, I feel like because how many scholars? Because we're are we still down two scholarships next year? I don't know. And even then. Let me look at. Let me just look at our freshman recruits because we got. Uh, who's the big fella? Flory. Flory. He's going to be good. He's going to maybe make KJ a little obsolete. No, KJ will still play the four. <laughs> I think um, in my head it would be Flory and Dickinson starting. You cannot have two bigs on the floor in twenty twenty five in college basketball. <laughs> Is KJ Adams not a big? He's a he's a non traditional big. Like he's an undersized, he was an undersized center last year. He's a good sized four, but he still has the, he's still like the good size where he can run the floor with the ball and like, you know. Oh. Flory, Flory is only six, eight, but he is listed as a center. So I don't, he might not be fast. I think he's got a very long he's wingspan. The, he's the number 10 player in the, he's the number 10 player in the country. I think, I think he has a very long wingspan. I mean, it's, you know, it's Bill Self. He can figure it out. Uh, and then I, a guy I think named. So. I, how have I never heard of this guy's name? LeBaron Philon from Branson, Missouri, four-star. Yep. 30th player in the country. I don't remember signing him. <laughs> I remember this next guy because he has one of the most unfortunate last names for a basketball player if he ever has a bad game in which he shoots too much. His name is Rakis Passmore. <laughs> I feel bad for that kid if he ever has a game where like he lo- we lose because he shoots us out of the game in the in the second half. Like if he misses two threes down the stretch, that's the word. Uh, that's like that's that's up there with Grant Ball for the baseball pitcher or uh what was it like Chris Blewett? Yeah, Chris Blewett Scott or yeah the the kicker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, I'm I'm gonna reserve this now. Uh, I'm gonna screenshot those three names next year when Passmore plays at KU for the first time, and I'm gonna quote tweet those. Or I'm gonna tweet all of those photos, and I'm gonna say I'm assembling a team. <laughs> all four, Blewett, Passmore. There maybe maybe there'll be a fourth one I can think of by then. Um, but yeah, so I I I still feel like it's weird because like as we were saying at the beginning, this is like quote-unquote, the worst KU team in years or whatever, but, like... It's just the 2019 team again. Yeah, we're still going to be, like, a three or four seed, like... Yeah, because, I mean, like, we're the... still beating one, two, and three in the AP right. poll. <laughs> Do you want to look at Bracketology? Because this currently it says... K... Look, yeah, let's preface this. Look. Bracketology is, is junk science. It is... It is. I... Ugh. <laughs> Bracketology is it, it should it should it should never be taken with more than a grain of salt, and it's just something yeah. to kind of look at for funsies. It's not there's no, it's never actually accurate. Even like the most Joe Lenardi is a criminal like, for all the money he has stolen from ESPN. They got they locking <laughs> up Chiefs of Holic. I want Joe Lenardi next. 
uh yeah it, it it's never actually accurate uh but you it, it's fun to look at that's my know? favorite part um, of selection sunday is joe lenardi being like well i was wrong about the lower half of the bracket <laughs> but like here's why yeah. i think i was right well like even <laughs> when they fire show, me. <laughs> even like all, there's because there's a ton of people obviously that put out brackets but it, like they always like I, I always see the stats of like most accurate and even like the people that win it are like third it's like 39 percent of their teams were seated anyway yeah kansas is well, mine's a, gonna be perfect this year right kansas is currently a three seed fine which is which is just strange because after losing back to back though i think it's fine we play Cornell in the first round, according to this. Which oh god, <laughs> if we play a notable team, like I, I, I don't know how good Cornell is. Like they're a fourteen seed. One of the other fourteen seeds is. Uh... Oh damn my small stature! If I were big, oh just think where I would be. Tired of not being able to find clothes that fit? I know I was. That's why I started Stewie's Big and Tall Man Shop. If you're portly or tall, you'll find a friendly atmosphere brimming with personalized and expert service. Hey, Stewie, how's the weather up there? Very fair. Like our prices. College of Charleston or High Point, I'd be fine playing either of them. Playing Cornell, they would be this. Dude. <laughs> I've, um, I've already accepted that Robbie Avilia, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is going to is they're gonna knock us out at Indiana Larry, State. I've already accepted it. Larry Blurred? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that he is. They're on the bubble though. They might not even make the tournament. Oh, then no, they're in. They're in. You think if the NCAA was smart, they'd put them in? Uh, we would be That's in true. the same. I get the seventh in the SEC in. I mean, they are the big two conferences that they. Yeah. You know, honestly, I think the winner of the Big Ten and the SEC should just get a pass to the Final Four. I agree. Yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> we would be in the same region as Purdue, so that's easy. Oh, and Marquette, oh Kansas versus Marquette in the Elite Eight. Again, you think Shaka Smart can make can make it another Elite Eight? This would actually be so fucked because if we beat Cornell, we would either play South Carolina or Gonzaga. <laughs> fucking South Carolina again! I swear to God, Gonzaga is not a fucking tourney team. Well, they're gonna win their conference tournament for sure, ski. Maybe not. They haven't been able to really run the table this year. I feel like even if they're, I don't know, I guess how good they are. I know that they're having a down year, but if they're on the bubble, they'll put them in, especially because they'll put Gonzaga in the same region as either Kansas or Kentucky or Carolina. Like they'll, they'll, you know, have a Calipari versus Mark Few. Bill Self versus Mark Few in the second round. I remember when I went to the tournament in 2017 as a student reporter, they had uh, KU play Michigan State, KU versus. Bill Self versus mm-hmm. Tom Izzo. It would be exactly like that. Big storyline. Uh, which, can I flame Tom Izzo, who's apparently on the hot seat and might get fired? Am I allowed to do this? You did this two weeks ago, but yes, go ahead. He, oh, he's the most overrated coach in all of college basketball, all of college sports. January. February. Izzo. That's fine to say if you want to say because he's a terrible coach all the 11 months of the year and maybe an average coach in March. Cause yes, he's very good. He's got, he's got like what gotten to like five or six final fours, but he's, he's, he's won he's, one title. He's, he's very, he's very doc rivers. That one title is care is doing a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it'd be like, if 
everybody in the in, in the NBA was like, oh well, once they get to the playoffs, you know, it's dot playoff doc. And we're but it'd be like but we don't do that because we're smart. You know, that type of thing never happens in the NBA. You wanna know why? <laughs> you know, players belong on the court and fans belong in the stands. I guess that's true. We haven't, we haven't talked since that whole thing happened. I, I <laughs> that was gonna be uh my last week's not bozo the week, but like what are we doing, man, of the week of Jay Billis saying arrest everybody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, you can't stop him from getting on the court, but I know what you could do. Let him get on the court. Don't let him leave. Give him yeah. citation. Yeah. And I mean, like, Jordan, that would work. I mean, like, if a college kid got, like, let's say, I mean, just pull something out of my ass here, like a citation for drinking underage, right. it would never happen again. That would, would stop him from going to the bars and going to no, the I think I think we got to throw the book at him. Uh, and then Jay Billis went on Pardon My Take and had arguably the least likable interview of all time. Someone pointed it out on Twitter. Jay Billis, this whole thing has just been like the angry dad. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm very disappointed. He's very, no, he's this very will Duke. not happen again. He's very, End of he discussion. tried so hard to not be Duke. <laughs> yeah. Like just the entire time being like, no, this is a problem. Period. End of discussion. It's like, well, I no, it's not the end of the discussion. There's no nuance. You don't, you don't get to just decide that it's the end of the discussion, But, but Jar, I mean, we all saw what happened to Kyle Filipowski. Oh, looked away in horror. I mean, I. It's now up there. I mean, I threw up. I threw up. <laughs> Kevin Ware, Gordon Hayward, Kyle Filipowski. I mean, it's Demar Hamlin. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's bad. Caitlin Clark. I mean, God. Innocent players being assaulted by thug fans. I just Jamari Trailer. Yeah, I, yeah. Where was where was Jay Billis when Jamari Trailer got attacked? Probably saying win the game. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I did see Jay Billis though, because I see I, I think Jay Billis has uh, started to grow a heart a bit, like the Grinch, because I saw I think he maybe made one or two jokes about it, but I saw somebody. Uh, Posted a video of Sister Jean or a picture of Sister Jean on the court. Yep. And someone quoted and said, "Sorry, Sister Jean. Players belong in the court. St- st- uh, fans belong in the stands. You're under arrest." Yep. And then Jay Billis quote tweeted that with a picture of Sister Jean behind bars. <laughs> so I think he's I think he's growing well, apart. I, I, I liked him, I liked him saying too. There was like a, in like Chile or something like that. A dog ran on a service dog or something ran onto the court. And someone said, Jay Billis wants this dog euthanized at, at center court right now. <laughs> he responded with it saying, no, I do not. I want the owner. I want the owner euthanized. <laughs> that's that's what was so disappointing about Jay Billis doing all that is that he's funny. He's awesome. But he, in that moment, he was such a. a but when he a, goes full Duke, he goes full Duke. <laughs> yeah, he went full Duke lawyer on us. Uh, um, But yeah, uh, you want to look at the uh, we discussed it a bit. Uh, the never made the tournament club. Go ahead. Um, this is one of my favorite things to look at every year. It's a Twitter account that runs it. I think it's just at never made the tournament club. Um, they call the teams that have never made the tournament, including there are a handful that are ineligible this year because they are reclassifying into Division One for the first time, which Dumbest is rule. the actual worst rule in sports. Dumbest rule. We like to throw that around a lot, but that is the actual dumbest rule in sports is that if it's one of your first five years in Division One, you can't 
playing the postseason. Um, most of the teams are good, but there's two. Tarleton State is 21 and 7, and UC San Diego is 19 and 10, and neither of them will be eligible if they win their con- even if they win their conference tournament. The team that if they win and they don't, then it just goes to the regular season champion, or does it go to whoever got second? I think it goes to the regular season champion. That's what I thought, yeah. Um, bummer. Uh, but so besides that, though, teams that are potentially going to make a tournament for the first time, we've got UMass Lowell. They're 20 and 7. They're in the AEC, what is that, the America East? Yep. High Point is 24 and 6. Remember, they were projected to be a like 13 seeds, so they must be actually good. Every now and again, like one of these teams is like actually really good and they're like a 10 seed or something, and then they normally lose. Youngstown State, 22 and 9. Quinnipiac, that's surprising. That's really surprising to me, yeah. I've never made the tournament. 20 and 8. And then a lot of other mediocre teams that could go on a run, I guess. But uh, just kind of something interesting to look at. Army's never made the tournament? That's insane. Who? Army. Oh my God. Did... Excuse me. Is it where Coach K played and started his coaching career? Huh. And they never Interesting. made a big dance. And they've Don't been in Division One, Josh. Well, you, you know, you know what? They've probably only been in Division One for a few years. They've probably moved up. Oh, wait a minute. They've been in Division One since 1938. Uh, that's when they never made the tourney. Has Air Force made the tourney? They're not on this list, so they must have. Hmm. Makes you think. Army is the only service think. academy. Army is the only service academy that hasn't made it in. So what's the difference? Space Force has made academies? it? What? Space Force made it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. They're shooting from. Yeah, dude. They're they're, they're yeah. freaking. They're, play, they're, they're on the moon conference. Yeah. <laughs> dude, they have the biggest home court advantage in the dude. country. It's just slaying on the moon. <laughs> Playing in zero gravity. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I only had one other thing written down here, Josh, on the conference tournament. Um, okay. Or not on, on college basketball. You better be really good then. Well, it is because, uh, folks, this is when you hit the double jeopardy early in the episode. This is my bozo of the week. Oh, Darren Rovell, who's oh. got to be up there with Elon for the. I mean, Elon's a runaway. Yeah, first the, place. The but, award is named after Elon for a reason. Yeah. Yeah, but Darren Rovell has to be close to being second. It's a real, a real LeBron Jordan situation here. Yeah. Uh, so if you didn't see, Caitlin Clark, our queen. Um, by the way, did I tell you last week that I? Put a future down in Iowa women to win the title. Yeah, you did. Okay, so um, I'm all in on Caitlin Clark now, and I'm going to be annoying about Caitlin Clark for the next month at least. I also, I well, uh, real quick before we get into what what you're, you're talking about, uh, they're about to pass Pistol Pete Maravich, so we're very excited. Correct. We're very excited about that. Correct, which is crazy because I didn't know. Like, did you know that P- Pistol Pistol Pete Maravich averaged 44 points a game? Right, everybody sees that yeah. and they're like, "Wow, that's amazing." Did you know he took 38 shots a game? Yeah. He was just the whole team. Like he was chucking. <laughs> that becomes way less impressive when you learn that. Uh, <laughs> but my bozo of the week is Darren Arbell because Caitlin Clark, our queen, uh, declared for the WNBA draft. She will be going to the Indiana Fever, so I'm also going to become an Indiana Fever fan. And that seems rigged. Why? She's from Iowa. She's going to the Indiana team that already has a second superstar, Leah Boston. Yeah. Do they, not, do they have a lottery in the WNBA? I guess I just I guess I just assumed that they had a lottery. They're clearly not winning. So, <laughs> um, 
what I'm very excited about, Jordan, I mean, I, I, as a resident Vegas Aces fan, Ace Gang, um, I'm very excited. I, yeah, the WNBA has, has a draft lottery. That is so rigged. One more time. The WNBA draft does have a lottery. So that is so rigged that they gave it to Indiana when they knew Caitlin Clark was coming out. Yeah, she could have stayed another year if she didn't want to well, go Can you imagine if they had put Caitlin Clark in, like, Atlanta? Like, that would, that would not have hit as hard. <laughs> Caitlin um, Clark on the Dallas Stars. That's not as cool as her on Indiana Fever. That's but real quick, but, but real quick, but real quick, but real quick, but real quick. Game. I'm just one. saying that this. I'm just saying this is Jordan, LeBron to the Cavs. Jordan, this is you're 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 doing frozen envelope. Get Ewing on the Knicks conspiracy. You no, know, no, I just said this is LeBron to the Cavs. <laughs> hometown player. <laughs> um, Indiana Fever's first game, or at least home game, next season is against the New York Liberty, and it'll be the first time Clark versus Ionescu. I, I kind of want to. I'm going to try to go to that game. I think that could be fun. That'd be a crazy game to go to. Um, the atmosphere will obviously be insane. Uh, but uh, fever, fever uh, season tickets went up like, or like the whole lower bowl of their arena or whatever sold out like within like an hour. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't know if I'll be able to get to that game, but like it'll be, <laughs> it'd be interesting to to try to get to that game. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 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 all in though on Caitlin Clark. Why doesn't KC have a WNBA team? Are they due for expansion soon? I don't know. I'd be that'd be cool. I mean, I feel like most of the time it's either in a place where there's a NBA team or a big college basketball women college basketball, and there's not women's in Kansas. But I feel like people would support. Yeah, Kansas is I, I, Kansas is just a basketball state, though. I couldn't overall. sell Sprint Center though, and. I feel like the the sprint center the whole the whole reason the whole reason people haven't gone uh, NBA team hasn't come to the sprint center <laughs> is because uh, apparently the sprint center makes so much money on concerts and regular events and stuff that having an NBA team there as a permanent resident would almost make them lose money and I feel like a WNBA team is even more so maybe they could play somewhere else in town I don't know yeah uh, I, but, I mean the entire city of uh of kansas city is very eager to about stadium building though so they could always just build a new venue uh but jordan you didn't say you didn't show. say why darren Novell is the bozo of the week before yes we yes yeah, stay tuned for stadium talk later in the show um my bozo <laughs> of the week is darren Novell. talk about inner city architecture <laughs> my, my bozo of the week is darren Novell because caitlin clark declared for the WNBA draft darren Novell decided to chime in on twitter and say that Caitlin Clark is he posted Caitlin Clark NIL. Hold on. Caitlin Clark NIL valuation at Iowa, 800000 WNBA salary for rookies, 82000 That is all. And so everyone naturally was like, Darren, you're an idiot. She's getting sponsors. She's getting endorsers. They're going to still follow her to the WNBA. Not, she not. doesn't take any money from the Hawkeye well, Collective. Well, yes. So Darren, Darren's response to this was, and I quote, I see a lot of people still don't understand how NIL works. In most cases, the schools are paying these kids through collectives. Most get paid to show up at charitable events for the money. That is a salary. Good good point, Darren. Unfortunately, Kayla Clark is not one of most cases. She's the yeah. best player in her sport. She's a national superstar. You Seems think- like maybe she's a little different. And yes, she's not taking any money from the Iowa collective. She's getting it all individually from what is it like Gatorade, Nike, State Farm commercials. Yeah. You know? 
Like she's these she's gonna make more and she's gonna her WNBA salary, yeah. The WNBA salary is not much, but she gets paid zero as a salary at Iowa. It's all endorsements. Yeah. And so exactly. the whole it's just and he he like quadrupled down on it like nine like that's all he does, 000. he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's he's an idiot, he's a bozo. He's sure. a bozo. He has the most extensive Martin Luther King collection <laughs> in America. How dare you? No, he has an extensive Rosa Parks collection. Oh, he has at cute. least nine pieces of Martin Luther Martin Luther King sign memorabilia. At least nine. No one has ever described anything as at least nine. <laughs> Why not almost ten? Why not ten? Why not nine? Why not just say nine? Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So. That's all for college basketball, I think, though, Josh. Uh, unless you have any other thoughts there, you might have some quick hits. Let me double check my quick hits list for college basketball. Yeah, Caitlin Clark announcing. Yeah, check your hit list. Damn. Uh, Caitlin Clark Damn, did Blair. pass Lynette Woodard and is close to passing Pistol Pete Maravich, as we discussed. That's high school. I think I am good for now on what we've discussed. Uh, All right. Well, wise, we, I, I obviously have a couple other things, but we haven't we haven't brought that up yet. So, yeah. Um, well, I have some NBA. I have an NBA fast five here. That's actually this is not going to be a very fast five because we've got a lot to catch up on. But I wanted to do a little bit of an NBA catch up here, Josh, to, uh, okay. to get us back little up. Cats to up. Um, yeah, get us back up to speed. We're in the full basketball season, even though baseball is a month away. Um, last night, LeBron James scored his forty thousandth point. Bow down. Yes. yes, bow down to the king, bow down to the goat. Um, he now has f- over 40,000 points, over 10,000 rebounds, and over 10,000 assists. His career stats are a triple-double. Yes, and I've, I think it goes without saying that that has uh, not been done before. <laughs> no, no. And and so a couple other stats here. LeBron, is he scored his... Uh, he scored each 10,000 of his points in almost the same amount of games. He scored... His first 10K in 368 games, and it took him another 358, and then another 381, and then another 368 before he got to 40. So, crazy. Um, reminder that LeBron is first tall time in points, all-star games, all-NBA selections, playoff points, playoff wins. And LeBron has 40,000 points. He's fourth all-time in assists, eighth in steals, eighth most three-pointers all-time, top 30 rebounds all-time, and he's still a top 10 player at age 39. But Jordan, the Pistons kind of fouled a little hard, so he, there's no way. It's just, it's just who's to say? It's impossible yeah. to say. No, yeah, I mean, I yeah, MJ was six for six in the finals, though. That's true. Uh, and here's here's just another fun little. Don't 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 look up what happened in the years he didn't make the finals. So and also yeah, don't look up pre Scottie Pippen and all that. One of the biggest things me and my dad have had the LeBron Jordan argument a million times. One of the biggest things that. Uh, that like I never really thought about until I was older and I realized it. He always is like, well, he won three and then he retired for two years and he came back and he won three. So he could have won eight in a row. That year he came back, they didn't win it that year. Exactly. I in my head, in my head, he came back like at the start of the next season and they just went three in a row. Again. He literally they literally lost one and they just never yeah. bring that up. Because because to them, not making the finals is better than losing in the finals. Yes. Which somehow. is so stupid. But here's a here's another fun little LeBron stat though, real quick. Uh, from our friend Jay Kuda, LeBron James's career average points per game. If we go by team, Jordan, for the Cavaliers, he averaged 27 points per game. 
by the uh, on the Heat, 27 points per game. On the Lakers, 27 points per game. Damn. But if you break it out further by day of the week, LeBron James has averaged 27 points per game on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It does not matter where you put him. LeBron James is scoring at least 27 points. Jordan is dying on the other screen right now. <laughs> well, yeah, I was I like had to cough and I also laughed at the same time that you said that stat of every single day because that I did that's not what I expected at all. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like on Saturday and Sunday he no. Wow. Yeah. He is inevitable. He is He's... he really he really is just a, a statistical perfection like he's like he's played for so long and at such a high level that all of the statistics have evened out there's never been a more on-spot prediction or nickname than the chosen one and to give it to a 17 year old and for him to out <laughs> to over exceed the impossible expectations it's just it's it's insane it's just insane the LeBron James ten part movie oh that God. comes out. We can't wait. We cannot in wait. Twenty thirty. We cannot wait because you know they're working on it right now in the LeBron. Oh, I mean, yeah, like I, I, I hope every year of his career they had a documentary crew following him. They can release one part every NBA season. I will watch every single. I will watch all twenty two seasons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even if it's not like a full-on, like, The Last Dance, a crew following him directly behind him. Like, there's enough video, news, discussion, podcasts, interviews. Yeah. To, to I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. Brian Windorsh is going to be an executive producer. Nick Wright. Oh, our king. <laughs> um, Second one. Huh. Man, we're talking goats. Victor Wimbanyama. Potentially said that like Trump. Victor Wimbenyama. He wouldn't he wouldn't say his name right. Wimbenyama. <laughs> the Frenchman. Boy, he's filling up the stat sheet, but they're not winning games, are they? No. We like Chet Holmgren. He knows how to win. <laughs> he knows how to win. Uh Wimby, though. I mean, part of this is Chet v. Wimby because that seems like a blossoming rivalry. They're both I've been, very I've good, been, I'm so happy they hate each other. <laughs> yeah, they, they do not like each other. They're in the same division, I think. Uh and yeah, the, the blossoming rivalry between two potential blossoming stars, but Wimby is a potential superstar, Josh. I've got some stats here. Uh I might have to just become a Spurs fan at this point because he is so fun. He's the he's the first player with five steals and five blocks in consecutive games since not rookie first player with five steals and five blocks in consecutive games since any guess? No one. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Literally Michael Jordan. Um, I I like that he's putting out such ridiculous stat lines that people have started tracking them as Wimbin Gummies. Yes, yeah, that was the next one I had here. Is that the, the, there's now an account Wimbin Wimby Gummy or whatever. Uh, uh geez. Um, and then lastly, there have been 22 five by fives in NBA history, which you ha- where you have at least five points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. Wimby got one in his first 50 games. Yeah. And there have been 22 ever. So he's uh, he's already become like one of the best defensive players in the NBA. 
I think he should be the defensive player of the year. Like he's like you know, like when you look at him play, like you watch him on offense, like it's a lot of lobs, it's a lot of like screens, it's a lot of like you know. Obviously, he's a center. He's not like and he, I mean he's shooting, he's making great plays and stuff. But he's when you watch like, him, on, he's shooting like thirty something percent from three. Oh yes, no, he, oh he's great. He's he's great on offense. I'm saying, but when you w- watch him on defense, you're like, this is the best player on the court. This is yeah, this is unbelievable. They're gonna have the, the entire offensive game plan is just be hey, can you see Victor Wembanyama? Okay, don't don't go near him. Don't just pass the ball. Spurs got to get him. Spurs got to get him a running mate though. Yeah, because a lot of his teams, a lot of his teammates do not seem to want to give him the ball. <laughs> they got a, I don't know. I mean, draft. Hopefully, you draft a star, but they got a whoever the next like youngish star player you can try to get. Like go out and throw max at somebody. Yeah. Um, Scotty Barnes. Nope. That's that's actually like five or six years away. The Celtics control the East. We'll do a little standings check in here. The Celtics control the East, and then at the other rest of the top of the East, the Cavs, Bucks, Knicks, and maybe Sixers if Embiid returns. Well, Jordan, can we talk about something real quick with the Celtics? Sure. A lot of talk about SGA being the MVP, stuff like that. You know, people don't people don't realize though. If if Jason Tatum wanted to score, he would. But like that, but he doesn't want to. So that's why he's not. But right. like the the idea that he could get the stats, I think, I, I think that's why he should be the MVP. He, well, yeah, it's just when you watch, you can tell that he's better. Yeah, I, I mean, like, but like it may not show on the court and like what he does, but like if he wanted to, he could. Have you considered that Shea has more aura? Which that that just means he's hot, right? Like those those people are just saying he's hot. Right? Yeah, they're doing tricks on it. Well, like I see that all the time. It's like it'll be like a picture of Shea and standing next to like Tyrese Halliburton. It's like man, Halliburton really got no aura, and it's like okay, so you mean he's ugly and you're attracted to Shea? Yeah. Or it'll be like a picture of Shea like modeling on the cover of GQ, and it's like my goat. He's got so much aura. All right, man. Uh, out west, the Timberwolves. Are in first. I, I I can't believe it's held as long as this is held. I thought it was just going to be like, yeah, remember when the Timberwolves were in first? Well, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like that every year. And the Thunder are in second. Yeah, I'm very happy about the, the Thunder. The Thunder are running the West. Adam just Silver is so bad right now. <laughs> yeah, well, the Nuggets are in third. Then you've got Clippers, Suns, and then some combination of Pelicans, Kings, Mavs, Warriors, Lakers. You never know. I mean, Mavs. Maybe in the playoffs, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule out the Mavs, Warriors, or Lakers at least. Is this the year the Clippers could do it? Maybe. No. No. They're good though. They're good. Did you not watch their collapse? Just like what three nights ago against the Lakers? I did not. No. In their eviction, in their eviction game. Um. You mentioned it, but Luca or Shea is averaging thirty-one point two and is potentially in the running for MVP. Luca, though, is averaging thirty-four point five points per game this year. He might get my MVP vote. I think I'm still giving it to Shea right now. All right, that's fair. Uh, other le- other leaders, Sabonis is the leading rebounder. Halliburton is the leading assist man, the leading blocker in the league. It's Wimbenyama. Just wanted yeah. a little tie that tie that back in there. Uh, number five here, Josh. The last part of the Fast Five. Fidel Castro invented the Eurostep. But yes, Jordan, you 
you score a basket, but at what cost? To the communal spirit. Fidel Castro, uh, if, you, if you didn't see this, pause and go look this up to give yourself some context here because you probably sound crazy. But uh, <laughs> Fidel Castro, yeah, there's a video, video. We got video of Fidel Castro hitting the Euro step for the first time, but nothing on a Wilts 100 game. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Fidel Castro hitting the Euro step for the first time. And then, I mean, why, why do we call it the Euro step then? We should call it the comrade step. <laughs> uh, but that's all I've got for the fast five. And really, all in general, I mean, I've got several other topics written down, but you can hit them on quick hits. And if you don't, I'll, I'll clean them up. Yeah, uh, we got we got a lot. We got a lot here, Jordan. Uh, obviously, a two week loaded uh, quick hits and some stats might be not accurate anymore, but we'll figure it out as we go on. Um, yes. Let's scroll down here. But uh, let's start here. Jimmy Graham, Jordan, I don't know if you saw this. He will row nonstop across the Arctic Ocean for charity. He's part of a four team group that is pursuing a world record by rowing a thousand miles inside the Arctic Circle. It'll be 15 days straight. Uh, they will row 24 hours a day, alternating in two-hour shifts with a max of 90 minutes of sleep at a time, and they will have to consume up to 8,000 calories per day. And the team, but while the team will be experiencing 24 hours of sunlight, and it is a, it is a very small boat. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. That's, that's very scary, and I don't know why anyone would that ever do that. Ever terrifying. <laughs> I well, guess yeah, if, it's always, that, if it's always light out, it's not that bad. But I, still, he's exhausted. What do you uh, what do you think about this one, Jordan? So Damian Lillard, I don't know if you heard, uh, left the Trailblazers this season. Uh, there was a stat done here showing about local viewership for NBA in their, in their local markets. The Blazers have lost sixty percent of their local viewership. To put into perspective, the Nets were in second place, losing 38%. Jesus. So were there actually Trailblazers fans or were there Damian Lillard fans? Because I the Trailblazers have some young prospects and like potential there. Like who's, I, watching? who's watching? Who's watching? I that's a big thing I say. If if your team is bad, you don't have to watch them. I I don't think back think back to KU football. Those years when we were bad. If we were and down we were watching, 24 Jordan. to zero, if we were down 24 to zero in the second quarter, I would turn it off. There's a difference in not watching and turning off a game. She's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, for, when the Royals are bad, I don't watch the Royals every night. <laughs> well, it's also impossible to watch an MLB game. So yeah. that, that also takes into account for it. Uh, Jordan, well, yeah, how are we transition here, Jordan? The Royals? The unbelievable one, Jordan, has decided to hang it up after 13 seasons, four gold gloves, a silver slugger, and a 2015 World Series championship, Eric, the base runner, Hosmer. Jordan, I'll yes. give you the floor. Yes, God. How what, How much, what can I not say about Hosmer? Um, him and Moose coming up at like the same time was obviously the start of the, the, the new generation, and uh, you know, he was the face of the team, but maybe not the best player on the team because Salvi was a star. I mean, Cueto was a star. Alex Gordon was Alex Gordon. But Hosmer was certainly, like, the vocal leader and the, like, face of the franchise and, like, the city and 
had countless big hits, big plays, big base running moments uh, in the in the playoffs. Um, I can think 2016 or 2015 uh, game six of the ALCS that I was at with my dad. We were it was there was a rain delay and we came back out after the rain delay and Kane was on first. Hosmer sliced it down to the right field line. Kane raced all the way around first. You remember that was when uh, Hoey, but I was halfway between calling him Joey Bats and Jose Bautista. And I, I went with, I Hoey, with Hoey Bats. Uh-huh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey. Joey Bats made the wrong throw from right field. He threw it to the not to the cutoff man. He threw it like all the way into second base. And so Kane scored from first. Uh, one of the most, unbe- I mean, obviously the run home in the World Series uh, to seal the game. To seal the series, even just want just the 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 heart and soul of the Royals World Series teams from twenty really the whole era uh, of that you know twenty eleven to twenty seventeen whatever. So good to see him hanging up and going out on his own terms. Uh, made millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars after he left KC. So so tip of the cap. All right. Moving on here, though, Jordan Wolf. Uh, I was not stalling. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm gonna have to give you the give you the floor here for your your number two guy as well. Drake's Take Care is now eligible for Diamond after selling 10 million units in the U.S. The first uh, Diamond album from the 2010. Excuse me, the first rap album from the 2010s to achieve this and drake's first diamond album himself makes sense i mean it has the most staying power out of any of his albums and i think it just shows how kind of depressed we've all gotten because i imagine marvin's room is probably yeah the top stream i feel like that yeah it's just going to be like probably now a slow wave of albums that have like slow crawled their way they're like dark fantasy will get there like watch the throne probably will get there. Yeah, I mean, take care is probably like a top ten album ever, uh, top ten rap album ever. If you're like, if you were to poll, I'm saying if you were to Family Feud style poll the country, take care probably makes the top ten. Show me take care. Um. <laughs> um. John, I've got a trivia question here for you. Okay. So this is as of February 21st, so adjust accordingly. What NBA player do you think has the most wins in the 2020s as of February 21st? So it's going to be some bullshit. You don't know that. I'm going to say Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Incorrect. Because he was on the Nuggets and the Lakers championship teams. (laughs) Is incorrect. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you another guess. Um, Bruce Brown. Uh, no, what? Maybe somebody. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be somebody like that. No, no, no. Well, let's let's start with second. All right, I'll get one more one more guy of actual star player. Okay, I'm gonna okay. say. Okay. I'm gonna say it's not Devin, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> I'm gonna say Devin Booker. Ah, incorrect though. Strike three or out, Jordan. Hey, baseball's coming back. We'll start with second place at 199. We have Jason Tatum, Nikola Jokic, hey. and Bridges. Sure. Un- unspecified. <laughs> okay. At first place, though, in 210, 
Georges Niang. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was going to be some bullshit. The king of the 2020s. Oh, that's funny. That's, that's funny. really you, funny. Speaking of which, did you see the stat the other day that LeBron, the only player in his career to, that LeBron has played at least five times and has never beaten is TJ Leaf? Yeah. <laughs> He's 0-5 all time against TJ Leaf, the LeBron killer. <laughs> I, hey, if I was the if I was if I was somebody out west, I would sign Denver. Yeah, I would just, you know, it can't hurt. <laughs> what? How? How much worse could it get? <laughs> uh, yeah. While we're on top of the of the NBA, though, Jordan, we have the 2024 Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame finalists that had gotten announced. You want to just do uh-huh. a quick uh, yes no? We're only going to touch on like two of them. Yeah. Jerry West as an executive, not a player. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, Chauncey Billups? No. No? Wow. Uh, no? I don't know. He's on Chauncey? the he's on the border. The Chauncey? Is he a first-year ballot? I probably won't be first ballot. I, I don't know. I forget how the NBA one works, but yeah. these are just the finalists. Chauncey? Damn, I'm, I'm saying, yeah. Michael Cooper? I mean, he's a legend. I, yeah, I guess. Like, I know, I know him as a legend, so sure. Okay. He's, I know him as like one of the underrated guys. He's like one of the guys that old heads will be like, "Yeah, you don't know how good Coop was." <laughs> Not as if I'm talking to a lot of old heads about basketball. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Walter Davis. Who? That's a fake name. Okay, fair enough. Bo Ryan, the Boston sports reporter. <laughs> yeah, sure. There is a broadcaster on here, though. I'm like, really? <laughs> Who? Doug Collins. I why do I know that name? No, that's the name of the Sixers guy. So that's just he's a coach and a broadcaster. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's been around forever. I also don't like that owners can get to the basketball hall of fame. I don't like that. Yeah, although it's, I think it's probably pretty rare because I saw something the other day in the NFL that Robert Kraft isn't even in the Hall of Fame. Like it's it's very hard to get in as an owner. Yeah. It makes sense, I guess. Because if you're like the the Warriors owner should probably make the Hall of Fame. Bob Myers. But should he? But should he? Or should he the GM. Either way. But should he? <laughs> yeah, GM, maybe. Sure. But yeah. uh, and then finally rounding out the class here, Vince Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. This yeah, is, he yeah. said he's going in as a Raptor, so he can't wait. And I'll I'll go ahead and give Billups a yes now that I've seen that that's the whole field. I didn't know. I was I I didn't know if there was going to be somebody, a bunch of people better than Billups. But here's a but here's an interesting question though, Jordan, that uh, Matt Norlander, friend of the show. Uh, put out with talking about Ken Pomroy's influence and reputation in basketball. Do you think one day he Ken Palm could be a Hall of Fame candidate for basketball for kind of like with the broadcaster space and all that? And just kind of like, sure, you weren't a player and all that, but the impact you've had on how people discuss the game and talk about the game of basketball. Um, the Basketball Hall of Fame is college and pro, right? I think it's yeah. I think it's an overarching basketball hall of fame for WNBA, college, pro. Then yeah, I, I, NBA, not sure. not just pro. You know what I mean? <laughs> then yeah, for sure. I I, I think that I think that'd be a very uh, really. I think I think that'd be a really interesting uh, angle about well, it. Like, like and Bill, here's what Bill uh, James, could Bill what? James make the baseball hall of fame? Who? Bill James. Maybe I don't know, but I I don't think that they've undeniably changed something like how <laughs> Ken Palm has undeniably changed how we discuss college basketball. And you don't think you don't think Bill James, 
who invented sabermetrics has changed baseball. I think it's a, uh, let's see the staying power of it. Um, sabermetrics, which he invented in 1977. Yeah. Staying power. Yeah. Sabermetrics, which were invented when they didn't have computers back then. Did you see, by the way, Bill James had an Oppenheimer moment the other day? He tweeted oh. something along the lines of like, I, it appears as he see something along the lines of like he's like it appears as though I needed to have written more about how statistical analysis should be contextually analyzed, blah blah blah. Like it appears as though baseball has gone too far applying blah 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 blah. And everybody was just like, Wow, he's he's this is his Oppenheimer moment. <laughs> um to back up for Ken Palm though. Which uh, by the way, real quick, one last thing on Bill James. Lawrence Kansas resident. At least years ago he was, <laughs> which was strange to me. I learned that when I was in college. I was like, huh. He was a longtime Lawrence, Kansas resident. I don't know if he still is to this day. but hmm. Go find him. Let's talk Babbitt with him. All right. Um, Get him on but, the uh, to, to back up for Ken Palm, though, uh, Bill Self did agree, uh, did agree with Matt Norlander saying, uh, or I, I don't know if he told Matt Norlander this, he's quoting him, but uh, he said, "I think it makes total. Uh, oh yeah, I think it makes total sense. We're 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 living in our profession based on what he's developed and his uh, analytics and and all that stuff. He probably has more to do with scouting and game playing and also setting criteria for the NCAA tournament selection more than anybody." And then Jay Bill said, "Throw him in jail." <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Jay Bill also said he thinks it's a great idea. He says he's the Bill James of basketball. Hey, <laughs> didn't read that far in the quote. <laughs> well, well, well. All right, I changed my answer. Bill James, welcome to the MLB Hall of Fame. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking since the MLB Hall of Fame sucks. <laughs> Maybe that's why I wasn't like, yeah. True. They would they put Bill there. James on the ballot and then keep him off for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Uh, talking about college basketball though as we just mentioned uh i want to give a recap so people remember um as we get it closer to march madness here yukon in the past 10 years jordan oh and 21 on the road versus ranked opponents two national titles so just remember that everybody when you're making out your brackets making out with your brackets making your brackets <laughs> whoa when you take your bracket to make out <laughs> Was there you a makeout point in your neighbor in your in your town? In my neighborhood? No. <laughs> There's no makeout point that looked out over the lake. <laughs> where you would take the girl and then that you would hear on the radio, there's an strange killer on the loose. And you'd be like, that's strange. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna turn that down. I'm gonna make out with my girl. And then you hear like, babe, don't worry. I'd protect you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um yeah, like that's 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 what that's what the, that's what car infrastructure took away from us. You know, yeah. <laughs> no more makeout points. <laughs> Joe Biden, hear my call. Yeah, thanks, Biden. Yeah, you you, you, they, they, you couldn't have a makeout point today. Woke. <laughs> That'd be pronoun point. <laughs> And you'd get killed by a by an extreme they them killer with a hook hand. Oh my god! We need to make that movie. 
Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> moving on, moving on for college basketball as well. Yeah. Jordan, in March of 2021, Georgetown won four straight Big East games in one week to win the Big East tournament. Since then, they have not won four total conference oh. games. In its last 54 conference games, they are 3-51, and 51, and that was as of, as of February 21st. But even then, if they've won another since then, what an insane stat and a fall from grace from a previously college basketball staple program. Yeah. God, I mean, it's it's crazy because they have never really been good in our in our in our real in our whole lifetime. Like they're no. they're propped up as one of the best. Like it'd be like, like the, if, the last time they were good was probably when they lost as a two seed in our lifetime. I'd like to make a proclamation here that ten to fifteen years from now, kids will be like, "Why do people talk about Villanova, great basketball school? They haven't been good in so long." <laughs> I think it might go the same way. That's my thought. It'd be crazy. That can all be attributed to Jay Wright, though. Georgetown had a lot of legs for a long time. I don't know. Very very Tip of the cap here, Jordan, to Kiana Christmas from Fonda, New York. They had a quintuple double, which is insane to think about. 11 points, 20 rebounds, 11 assists. 10 steals and 10 blocks. Yeah, Wimby, you got a new challenge. Yeah, I don't I don't care what league you're playing in. That's that, that's hard to do. That's really that's hard to do. That's, that's insane. insane. That is that that is a uh, hang a banner. Wherever wherever That's like wherever whatever gym you're playing in, hang the banner. That's the stat line of a high school player of like when Zion played in that like 4A South Carolina conference. Yeah, it's like looking at Derrick Henry's <laughs> stat line. Right, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. High school. <laughs> yeah. Which again, arrest Derrick Henry's high school football coach. <laughs> Took at least two years off his professional career. Dude's run for 700 yards a game. Like NCAA Road to Gloria. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Jordan. I should have brought this up earlier. I didn't realize I had a Wimbenyama uh, quick hit. Uh, well, the, the, to recap here and to put in for full perspective, this season, Victor Wimbenyama has more steals than Alex Caruso, more three-pointers than Jalen Williams, more blocks than Jaron Jackson Jr. and Kristaps Porzingis combined, and he's currently playing fewer minutes than Bilal Koulibaly. Damn. It's over. Ball. It's over. If they get rid of the three, the defensive three-second, two, it's over. Yeah. It's yeah. over. Well, I saw that they're potentially doing that to help combat uh the high scoring and i think really it's a sham to prop up wimby because he'll become the best player of all time he'll be he'll be an, he'll be an unstoppable force if they if they can just park him in the paint <laughs> insane yeah insane insane his season did probably most likely for the tank did end yesterday jordan but scotty barnes has become the first Raptor in franchise history to record four triple doubles in a single season. And we wanna we wanna salute forever to the face of the league, our king, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, um, sure. For sacrificing his hand in the in the glory of the tank. He is a star player. He will be face of league one day. 
it is a shame to, that Darko did say that in Wimbenyama's rookie season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but shout out to Scotty Barnes forever. Uh, one of my bozos of the week, Jordan, okay. is the mom who lost an 800,000 disability case after <laughs> photos emerged of her of winning a tree throwing competition. <laughs> yeah, which I want to know who was like, we should have a competition. What should we do? Th- throw trees. That I mean, that has to be like some, like, you know, this, this, ta- this town for 97 years has been throwing trees the old fashioned way. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, you win the best joke of that. <laughs> um i'm sorry if you're not terminally online like we are because i imagine we're going to talk wonka years later as well yeah why would the photo please if you have not seen the story please look up the photo of her just throwing (laughs) this tree and losing eight hundred thousand dollars that is love of the game right there i'm gonna i'm gonna spend this they they said i could take the money but in my heart, I got to throw that tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a bozo. Jordan, we want to give our congratulations to Shohei Otani. Yes. Or as he put it, marrying a normal Japanese woman. <laughs> Who he's known for three to four years. <laughs> he, he, post, he posted his marriage announcement, and it was a long like announcement that listed it. And all that was on there was a picture of his dog. Well, I mean, I can't believe he didn't do like in in fashion with him announcing the the Dodgers announcement. I didn't. I'm surprised he didn't find just like a low res image of wedding rings yeah. and just post that. <laughs> <laughs> why did Why did he announce it in the most suspicious way possible, though? Just I am fine if she didn't want to be posted on the biggest sports stars, one of the biggest sports star on the planet's Instagram yeah. publicly as like a hard a hard launch of their relationship. <laughs> but just to him be like, yeah, I'm married. They're what, what are they like? A normal Japanese woman. Uh, no, I've known them <laughs> at least nine years, maybe at least three to to four. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, just, oh, we love we love our we love we love our king uh, Shohei Otani, and we're very excited to watch him this season uh, upcoming. Um, only will be hitting this season, right? Not even really playing right field. Um, I wouldn't think just to not put that throwing stress on his arm. No, I don't I think he'll just be DHing. Yeah, so just just DHing this season though. So can't wait for him to hit 70 home runs. Um, since that's all he has to worry about this season. But yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I hope he never changes. He's great. <laughs> All right, we got some. We do have some controversy though, Jordan. I, 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 I hate to do it, but I've got two controversies here this week. All right, hit me. Canadian swimmer Betty Brussel set the record in the 100 to 104 year old age class for swimming in Saanich, British Columbia, Jordan. That sounds a uh, Knocking over uh, almost four minutes off the previous record. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah. What if I told you Betty Brussel was 99? 
Scandal. Scandal. You can't have a 99 year a spry 99 year old swimming in the 100 to 104 division. We got weights in the fish. <laughs> There's weights in the fish. I want that to become an expression so bad. I was, I saw somebody uh, said it was uh, JJ McCarthy's combine measurements, and they posted it with the the weights in the fish. Uh, <laughs> I just I what happened to the game I love? God, I know. I mean, I, look. There's a 99-year-old division for a reason. Well, yeah, I was getting ready to watch the 99-year-old division this upcoming weekend, but yeah, they can't just Betty. put Betty back in there now. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be rooting for Betty. She got. She's tainted. You know what? We gotta go, Jordan. And I want us to be like Denver fans uh, when Embiid doesn't show up. I want us in the stands. Where is Betty? <laughs> <laughs> and then Jordan, I, this this really does not bring me any joy to say this because I remember us shouting him out specifically. But I am a man of journalistic integrity. You remember Bobby the Mastiff dog, the world's oldest dog that we discussed, Jordan? Maybe, yeah, I think so. They have been stripped of their title over no. doubts that they live to be 31. They have not dis- disclosed the source of the new scientific evidence, but they are double-checking the chip from the dog as there have been dis- uh, some uh, doubts to the ac- the accuracy of it and the and then as of now Bobby the Mastiff has uh been stripped of the title of world's Bo- oldest dog. remind me is Bobby still alive or was Bobby he- is not alive so wow wow Strippers, yeah this is like if they took the home run title away from Bonds which they tried to but yeah, I couldn't sleep at night. Had I not they, say, they say never meet your heroes. They say, you know, you never, never idolize giants. They say never scratch the bellies direction. either. And that's Bobby here is why. Damn. I can't. Damn, yeah. damn shame. And like, you know, if, if, if Bobby were still here, you know, maybe they would come out and say, I didn't, you know, my, I trusted the people around me. I can't count. So when they yeah. said I'm 31, that's how I come out here and say it, uh, you know. I didn't know what was in those bottles they were giving me, but yeah. you know, Bobby. At the end of the day, I think I think you got to I think you got to I think you got to dog up. Shut up. <laughs> uh, and finishing up here, we got a bunch of birthdays, Jordan. So get the birthday music playing. I wanted to give a special happy birthday to the king of the nickname, Jordan. Let me know when you figure out who I'm talking about here. The good time blimp, the ton of fun, the wide load from Leeds, the Crisco kid, the, the boy gorge, the bread truck, the leaning tower of pizza, the incredible bulk, the chuck wagon, the chuckster, the round mound, a rebound himself, Sir Charles Barkley. Yeah, God. The ultimate nickname God, as you said, the nickname King. Some of those are just rude. The bread truck. <laughs> Ooh, Some of those aren't really that creative. That Some of them aren't that creative. Some of them are fire. <laughs> the round mound of rebound is insane. I, I, yeah. I, who, the first person who ever said that, they had to have known they cooked. Yeah. And then Charles Barkley showed up and said, someone cooking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. And also, hey, what you know about them women in San Antonio, Josh? Dude, big, big old women in San Antonio. That's all I've learned from Charles Barkley. Oh. <laughs> I and and on that note, probably also 
you have to put him up there, maybe debatably, top five funniest human being to ever exist. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. Charles Barkley runs for president in four years. <laughs> Would you vote for him? I don't know. I might. Not, 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 come on, come on. <laughs> my, my opponent's proposal is ridiculous. It's just uh, ridiculous. Would Shaq, would Shaq be his VP? Uh, uh, Kamala, I, I respect your opinion, but a 2% tax is not going to cut it. Imagine Shaq, at, <laughs> trying to picture Shaq at like a G6 summit. <laughs> Shaking hands with me. <laughs> Uh, but happy birthday to the Chuckster. I want to give a, a belated bir- happy birthday to a friend of the pod, as we were just discussing, Coach Darko Ryakovic. Face, the coaching face of the league, Coach Darko. Wow. Wow. <laughs> After just had a pizza party, Jordan, we're all in. Nope. Congrats. We won three games ice, in a row. ice cream next week. What? You get ice cream together next week? That's if we win four games in a row. Ooh. <laughs> Happy Scotty's belated mom. birthday. Scotty's mom is going to bring ice cream cones. Yeah, she brings the orange slices at uh, halftime right now. <laughs> Wanted to give a belated happy birthday as well to Devontae Graham. One of the greatest Jayhawks of all time and in our, definitely in our four years, Jordan, or year three and a half. Happy 20th yeah. birthday. D-Tay. D- Free D-Tay! They scream from the mountaintops. Hey, he's down there with Wimby, isn't he? He is. He is still a spur. Good for him. And then finally, a not-belated happy birthday. I thought we were going to be early on this next year. Uh, but in our time zone, at least. Happy birthday to God's favorite, favorite daughter. The best of us all. Momo Metal from Baby Metal fame. Just wrapped up the Le- Legend MM concert series. They officially became uh, kind of a rite of passage for all members of the panel. Very, very high, very exciting. Very happy birthday. Yep, you said everything I had written down. I wanted to I, Jordan, I speak for both of us. I know. I know. The best of us all. Yeah. That's all for birthdays and quick That's hits. That's all for quick hits. All right. Well, um, real quick. Uh, the last thing I saw this week was the new Schoolboy Q album. It was very good, although there was a little bit too much going on at times. There was a lot of beat switches, a lot. Did you listen to the album? No, I did not. Oh, well, it was a good album. Listen to it. Um, Faye Webster also put out her album. Very good. I would recommend that to anybody. The, oh, the Guts World Tour kicked off. That's very exciting. Sure. sure. Uh, and my So we gave the Bozo of the Week out, and my King of the Week is whoever designed the Wonka experience. <laughs> Otherwise known as Willie's Chocolate Experience. Um, if you haven't seen this, if you haven't seen this, Google it to get some images. If you haven't seen this, listen to us first, so that way you can. I want you people to think there's no way it's this ridiculous because it is. Yeah, it is. I have I, I have some some quick thoughts on this. A, if you fell as a parent, if you fell for those AI images, you just you don't deserve to have forty dollars. <laughs> That's too bad yeah the queen that was the oompa loompa girl yeah i feel bad that that one she has said that she really hates that photo that's going around <laughs> because there have been other photos that are released and, and parents have consistently said she was the one shining spot and that she was very good <laughs> and like the kids loved her so qu- queen of the week her 
And for the organizers of the event, it's not, it's one thing to think you can pull this off, especially when you're only giving kids one jelly bean and a half cup of lemonade for their yeah. Willy Wonka experience and having no chocolate whatsoever in the chocolate factory. No. But to have this all set up and think we're missing something, I know <laughs> what it is. Our own original character called the unknown who will yeah. be in a black cloak with a silver the entire face. script is the entire script and the entire promotional art were AI generated. The entire thing was just create was just nonsense. Just complete. It, I, I I know I sent you the tweet, Jordan. Complete nonsense. It, it was like an Always Sunny episode. Yeah. Charlie, yeah, and I'll be the unknown. What? The yeah, the unknown. You know the creepy, the creepy, the creepy, the creepy guy. He's a chocolate maker. He lives in the walls. Charlie, I don't remember that being in the movie. What movie? <laughs> Oh, so good. Um, oh, I'm, there's a Wikipedia article already on the whole on the whole debacle, which is surprising. But uh, the event was organized by a group called House of Illuminati. Yeah. Oh. Huh. A company that offers quote unparalleled immersive experiences. Um, the guy who runs it has written has published 17 books uh, on topics including vaccine conspiracy theories, right wing yep. politics, and the deep state. Shocking. Um. Yeah, the actor actress was paid five hundred dollars for two days of work. As she found it on Indeed.com. <laughs> uh, Jesus, yeah, very funny. The, the the if you see the AI art and then the one banner that was like a just from candy, it was like a Candyland blanket pinned yeah. against the wall. <laughs> so funny. Um. And then the worst thing I saw this week is the Royal Stadium discourse, which, again, we don't need to get into all the depths of. But really, I think the biggest thing boils down to their – so they're going to be uh, – so they're, the, the the spot where they're going to put the stadium downtown across from T-Mobile Sprint Center, um, <laughs> it, they're going to have to tear down buildings, which are like – there's like some restaurants, there's a U-Haul dealership, there's – uh, the famous totally nude XXX bar that you can like. There's just a sign that says "totally nude girls." Can't get rid um, of that. Tearing that down. A couple old restaurants, bars, whatever. But uh, that's that's the big hullabaloo. Is that they're uh, tearing down, you know, parts of our of our of our of our city's heart and soul. And 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 again, it's a U-Haul dealership, totally nude, and a bunch of restaurants. Um, and the the other big deal is that they're going to since so for the last forty years, or maybe last twenty years, there's been a sales tax in Kansas City to fund the Chiefs and Royal Stadium costs and stuff, uh -huh. and it expires this year. And so they're trying to extend it for forty years to keep it up. A lot of that money will go to building new stadium and renovating Arrowhead. A lot of people are on Twitter saying. They're gonna. They're, they're trying to raise our taxes. They want to raise. No, it's an extension of existing taxes. First and foremost. Secondly, this tweet from someone who is like has a lot of followers and is like the apparently leader of like the KC Tenants organization or whatever. This tweet did not do what he thought it did because it is actually the perfect encapsulation of why this is a great idea and a great deal. It says the proposed sales tax to fund the stadium would cost our neighbors, so Kansas City residents. $50 million each year for 40 years. That's $167 per household per year for a playground for tourists and the wealthy, which 
a, a, a baseball stadium that people clearly whoever the people on this side just don't like baseball and don't like going to baseball games because the idea that only rich people go to baseball games is hilarious, especially the, the Royals, most, like the most accessible sporting league, especially, especially the Royals who fan. have who have five dollar tickets. You can get in for literally one dollar on StubHub, uh, especially if it's downtown and you don't have to pay a million dollars for parking. Yeah, um, but just one hundred and sixty seven dollars per household per year for a new downtown ballpark. That sounds like a fucking awesome deal. <laughs> That's like, like, I think, like isn't it like $14 a month? Yes. Netflix costs more. Yeah. That's like that's like literally like being like I mean, yeah. And just like and but Jordan, I mean, that's like no we way were arg- that money would come back into the community. Like there would no <laughs> that money just gone right. forever. Well, no, Josh, you see those those businesses that no one really clearly they they're 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 in a bad area they're in a bad state clearly they have not been thriving businesses no they for the make last however many years getting rid of those businesses is so horrible uh but but we should just ignore the fact that 10 times the amount of other businesses in the area would increase profits and would get a bunch of money like let's ignore all the businesses around that area that would all the bars and restaurants and and places that would make a ton of money now don't get me let's wrong talk about the ones that would get dislocated or displaced don't get me wrong. A billionaire should pay for their own stadium. Yes. But like, don't. Uh, yeah. The don't make it into. This, a, don't this make this into a social idea. issue of. Don't make this into a social issue of good versus evil of think about how much one hundred and sixty seven dollars a year could do, could do for you in terms of groceries or medical bills. I saw tweets like that. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. It's a it's it's a new stadium versus we wait ten years. The Kaufman's falling apart, and the, John Sherman's like, "You're not going to give me a new stadium." All right, sorry. We are the Oakland, Oakland Royals. City Royals now. Sorry, we're the Memphis Royals now. Sorry, and people, I'm sure they'd be like, "Well, you know, at least we don't have a at least we didn't send fourteen dollars a month for a playground for tourists and the wealthy, <laughs> and at least I can still go to totally nude girls." <laughs> but that's my that's my. Maybe they named a totally nude girls stadium. And, you and if they, they wouldn't sell out every game, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you don't want to build a new stadium, then say goodbye to the Royals and Chiefs, at least to the Kansas side. Yeah. If you want to build them downtown, fine. Those go both build by the Speedway, and they won't be in KCMO anymore. And every business in KCMO will suffer. That works. That's fine with me. I live on the Kansas side. <laughs> Easier for me to go to games. Shit. Um, but we can end this week, Josh, on a lighter note with a challenge. Oh, it's actually a return of an old classic, an old, an old, uh, state, not an old staple. Really? We only did it once, but, um, yeah, I thought it was going to be riddle. No, uh, at the beginning of this football, I think it was back during football season. I don't remember when we did it, but, um, uh, you're going to have to identify which of these colleges is real. And this time it's sorted between, uh, incoming Division One colleges that are ineligible. So we listed a couple. Uh, Tarleton State is ineligible. Um, these are other colleges that are incoming to Division One or are in Division One now already. A couple of them, um, but they're ineligible for postseason play because they're brand new. So you have to identify which of the three here is a real school or at least a real Division One college. It might be a real college somewhere. But question one: Middle Utah University, Utah Tech. Or Utah School of Mines. School of Mines is calling my name, but I'll go. I'll go Middle Utah. Incorrect. Is Utah Tech? 
Which sounds like the most fake school ever. That sounds the most fake. (laughs) It sounds like a fake school that would be on a hoodie on someone on like Law and Order. (laughs) They need a college student, but they can't use a real college. It says Utah Tech. (laughs) Second question. Stonehill College, Monroe College, or Wilson State University? Give me, give me Monroe. Incorrect. It's Stonehill. What? Stonehill College. Question number three. Oh, is this is this one, how many points is this one worth? Uh, th- these this one's also worth one. Those first two are worth one. Shit. Um, Gates College, Kyle College, Lemoyne College. It has to be Kyle College. Incorrect. What? Lemoyne College is real. Kyle College would be a nightmare if it was all the Kyles. That's why I thought it had to be real. (laughs) It would be awesome, though. Kyle College would be awesome. Fourth question. This one is worth two. No, wait. This one's worth three. This one's worth three. This will tie it up. I'm still in it. I'm still in it. University of Southern Indiana, University of Southern Kentucky, or University of Southern Pennsylvania? Southern Pennsylvania. No, it's University of Southern Indiana. This might be the first ever reverse sweep. I'm going for the perfect game. <laughs> Last question here, and this one's worth 750 points. Okay, okay. Lock in, lock in. Reminder, you're currently down 6-0. Lock in. <laughs> Is it Texas A&M Aerospace, Texas A&M Agriculture, or Texas A&M Commerce? There's already a Texas A&M Corpus Christi. How is there this another one? Commerce? Aerospace. Give me aerospace. Give me aerospace. He's done it. He's pitched a perfect game. Damn it. (laughs) Incorrect. It's Texas A&M Commerce. Damn it. That's the most fake school I've ever heard in my life. I know. I know. Uh, Aerospace would be badass. I know. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, that that justifies its own school. As a basketball team. Dude. If their jersey just said aerospace. Oh, my God. That'd go hard. That'd go hard. Oh my god! Um, yeah, Texas A&M agriculture also seems like I guess the whole school is just agriculture. Yeah, exactly. I want to. It's funny how some of those schools are big enough, or like how like UT Austin, UTSA, or whatever. Like you don't see the KU Edwards campus having its own athletics no. program. <laughs> that would be awesome. They should. Kansas, University of Kansas Edwards. <laughs> if KU Edwards was a team, oh, that'd be funny. Um, any other thoughts for this week, Josh? No, I don't think so. Um, don't mind if I have a good week? Uh, no, I, me personally, no. Okay. This episode's being uploaded on Monday, so I just wanted to make sure. No, it'll be uploaded today. Even better. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's two schools of thought. Does Texas the A&M start? Aerospace. Texas A&M does the week Does the week start on Sunday or does the week start on Monday? Uh, the work week and then the normal week. Oh, so you're just a slave to corporate labor. Thanks. Follow us on our socials. Thank uh, you for listening to the Long Relief Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jordan Wolfatch, Josh Ashelman. I don't know why I said that. I never say that. Uh, <laughs> please follow us on Twitter at Long Relief Cast at Ashelman Josh at by Jordan Wolf. Give us five stars on Spotify, Apple. Check and see. If you've if you've given us five stars, maybe you forgot, or maybe like it's been long enough that like it'll leave another review now, uh, or like 
you know what? Take your mom's phone, take your dad's phone, take your girlfriend, brother, brother, sister, friend, whatever. Take their phone, give us five stars just when they're out of the room, you know? Maybe if you're calling up a song on their phone or something on Spotify, go subscribe. Yeah. Um, thank you. We love you all. And we will see you next week. <laughs>